What's going on, people of the digital world? My name is Chris Kazama, Fight Club Pro Wrestling, Washington, D.C., best city on earth, best wrestling city on earth. And right now, you're laying down on the mat looking up at the lights, listening to the Three Count Podcast. That's right. Don't kick out. Stay tuned. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and it's it's just me running solo today because the, the rest of the team is is off, even though they're off on every other day. It, it is what it <laughs> is. It's a huge loss. But this is the Three Count Presents Now Entering the Ring, which means one thing. We have a special guest for you. This man has been a part of Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment. He's been a part of Firestar Pro Wrestling. So you can catch him in Colorado, or you can catch him in North Carolina. You can catch his man in Georgia. He is all over the scene. Give it up for the man himself, J.J.D. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me, honestly. So... Bro, I'm glad that we were able to make this happen, man. Because, like, you know, just like I was telling right before we even jumped on the air, man, like, I just happened to see a clip of you on TikTok, and I was like, you know what? I saw you comment on another person who actually was just on the show a little while ago, uh, DJ JK. I saw your yeah. comment. I went back and started looking at all your clips and stuff, and then I started looking more of, over for you, and I was just like, all right, let's get this man on the show. And so, like, I reached out, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, uh TikTok is very usual. Uh, I honestly got up there to, to be honest, to like help my promo stuff. So I would do lip syncing and everything else. So I get an understanding. The promo is not my best standpoint, but I can get my point across. So I was just using that as a platform to better myself. Um, so I decided to do that. Then I was like, well, I came across some wrestlers. I was like, oh, that's a good place to start putting my other non-YouTube stuff on. So me and my students, we they all we all decided to start doing what we do best. And um and I just started enjoying it because I get comments or I had to delete the negative or I'll see the views. And I was like, as long as people are enjoying what they're seeing, I have no problem showing. So yeah, that's I so I started a TikTok page because I was like I saw a couple friends and I was just like what is this all about so I started doing it and next thing you know like I just started running all over TikTok and like now like I watch my friends list like grow and grow and I'm like this is this is ridiculous like how many followers I have now but you know we've had we've had other guys on too that were that really like are just well known like all over TikTok it is it is crazy to see like how people follow me you can really get and you don't even have to be like you don't have to be like a John Cena type, although I'm sure if John Cena was ever on TikTok, we're talking about like 10 or 11 million people, but oh gosh, you know, we, we saw, um, so we had on a show Willie Finesse and Willie Finesse, you know, 25K, like, and he talks to everybody. He answers people, like whenever they ask him questions, like he's always replying to people, like he's very interactive with his fans, man. So it's cool to see that that's, that's like a new world that like wrestlers can like be a part of. I think it's some uh, more convenient for because the guys I watch, some I have follow and some I don't. There are former wrestlers and then some aren't wrestlers, but they want to be, but they're scared of the physical part. So I see a lot of people that have potential with the mouthpiece, but have no ring skills. And then I see the people that's formal 
wrestlers or managers or impact workers behind the scene WWE employees and um they would just like they just go up there knowing that they're the shit and excuse my language sometimes not about being how good you are it's if you're able to help another gain that experience so they can uh, achieve higher rank right right i mean you're right there so we're gonna start this off man i'm gonna ask you right off the jump man this is your first question coming up who is jojo dancer a country boy from Midway Park, North Carolina. Uh, a kid that loved dancing. And be honest, uh, the last name is actually what I do professionally also. I used to dance, street dance. I used to be ballet dance. It, it was something I did before I got became a wrestler. I always knew I wanted to be a wrestler. I always knew, but I'm just... A, country kid that dances and enjoy making people smile that's my thing i can dig it i can dig it man but with that being that you want to be a wrestler my next question for you is what is the worst bump you have ever taken <laughs> it was in my training days it was around when i was 19 years old bumping on concrete that was the first that was my first back injury oh, wow. uh they was teaching me how to face my fears because I couldn't do it on concrete, but I could do it on grass. And I I went and took it, mean clothesline, and I didn't bust my elbows, but my lower back hit wrong. And I had a knot on my lower back for about a good seven months. And I still perform and train with that knot. So I have some kind of lower back problems. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I feel you on that. That's, no, that's wild, man. <laughs> so then from getting bumped on concrete what has been the hardest you've ever been hit in the ring <laughs> my best friend slash former partner lebron Cozone that runs firestar it was a hardcore match and he decided to kill me with a chair behind my head without me looking <laughs> oh yeah, that's not good either <laughs> <laughs> That was the most, most fun match, but most funny because that right then I knew, oh, no, <laughs> never again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into, like, some of these harder-hitting questions, man. Like, one of my favorite things to do, and what I like to tell people is this is a show of wrestling, like, about wrestling for wrestlers by wrestlers. So it's kind of like an advice show. So one of my favorite questions to ask is, what do you think is one thing that's missing from the industry? Teamwork. I don't care what anybody previously said on this show about this. It's teamwork because I have seen for doing it for 10 years and me personally driving by myself on the road, I have seen groups of four, I've seen groups of five only keep it in their circle with information that could help everybody reach the next level. And to claim that they're your friends or your brother, but you do not take the liberty to help them reach that next level, show their true potential. And there, in this industry, there's no more teamwork. There's no more, uh, it, they, they claim brotherly love, brotherly love, but I'm not seeing it personally. Um, I'm to a point of seeing, and I know this is gonna hurt me in the long run, but I, again, I've been doing it 10 years, so I'm not truly, I'm happy where I, my state is. There's 
bookers that will book their friends, close ones, to be their champions, and that they cannot work a quarter, let alone the invisible man in the ring. But you get a guy, and I'm gonna mention, I'll use one one person I perceive is close as a friend and a brother. Uh, his name is Timmy Lou Redden. Uh, he is a wrestler. He is right now attacking specialists with his partner, White Mike, and they are wrestling. When I say you want something good, you get them. Um, they will give you every opportunity. They will tell you, hey, guy, I got a show going this way. You want to ride? They will give you opportunity to help you build your own road. So I respect them personally. And that's how I can see I can see them, my brother, because before I can get into Georgia, it was Timmy that brought me to Georgia to wrestle. Hmm. I had no I had no bridge there, so I couldn't build my own way. I can reach out to everybody, but you know, when you see a new kid, they're like, eh, he's new. But when you bring in somebody it's like, oh yo, I could speak for him and he spoke for me, I had opportunity to showcase that I'm not just a jojo dancer i don't i'm not just a gimmick person i actually can perform in a wrestling ring just like anybody else so our interesting is missing really teamwork that's what we are really missing that's a great point man like at first i was kind of like teamwork huh and then, yeah it's like i i can i can totally understand man like some people really just want to like you know you like you said man they just want to push like certain people because they're like whatever like i'm close with that person and that makes sense though man but that's unfortunately, unfortunately for me, man, that's not something I've run into. Cause like, I mean, I've, I, I go out of my way to like talk to new people all the time and try to make new network and new connections and then talk to those guys. So, but I could definitely see like how that would be an issue where like people are all about me instead of like being about the team, like trying to help everybody grow in the business. Cause it's something I like to say a lot too, is that, you know, rising tides floats all ships. And so like, no, you're yeah. right, man. That's a, that's a great point, man. I really like that one. So one of my other big questions I like to ask too, man, is what drives you in this business? To be honest, it was, at first, it was just being the top person on the card. Meaning, and I'll break this down to any other wrestlers who want to understand my point of view. If I know that you are good and you are later than me, I will put on the basic outstanding five-star match just to make sure you have to work twice as hard to stay on top. Because me personally, it's one of those, it was my competition of what, like it's a wrestling event. It's my competition to be better than you. Because you're top dog, you're main event, you're tag team champion, you're in the, uh, mid-card champion, you're a heavyweight champion. So I had to showcase, build my open spot to get where you're at. But that used to be my goal all the time. But I've been to so many seminars and they all tell me the same thing. You don't have to do that no more. I, I don't need to do that no more because everybody knows of my three letters of my name or they, they already heard of JoJo Dance, so they know I'm capable. So my new goal was, and it's going to be for the next five years, is become a more of a tag team specialist, 
or more of a head trainer to teach other students or any kid that wants to learn wrestling. That is now dr drive me more. Like tonight, we, I had a canceled training. It killed most of my students because we got to reset the ring up. But every Wednesday, I have at least a total of 15 heads that come. Even veterans would come and ask me, hey, how can I make this look better? What, what would make this me stand out this way? And these are veterans that's in at least more than me, like five or 10 more years. And I'll always break down, hey, you could do this. this I'm, a, I'm a nobody to you because you've been in this business longer. But as a person that can look as a fan, as a supporter, as a friend, and as to being real with you, hey, yeah, you, should do, you could do this to make it better. This will make you stand out. You could, if you cut this out, this will make more sense. So I think me being more a teacher or a tacking specialist is driving me more than being number one. I mean, it's something that, you know, everybody talks about is like, give it back to the business, man. Like you're right on with that. That's a, that's a great point to bring on as well. Um, so now we know what drives you into business and you kind of already hinted at it. So I'm really just going to ask this question, man. Where do you see yourself in five years? Impact. Impact wrestling. Uh, people laugh at me when I say this, but when I discovered Impact Wrestling on Channel 55 it, on Thursday. That was one of my, I feel like it's more connections. It's, it's get me, don't get me wrong, WWE, they do have passion. They have those ones that work and passion for it. But I feel, and when I see, even to this day, even with the empty arena or whatever, when I see, I still see the passion of these workers the professionals going out there doing what they love to a point of a hundred percent. No, there's no giving cuts. There's no, there's, I don't feel like there's anything backlash behind the scenes. Really. I feel, and I've been to impact shows. I've been behind the scenes and being there personally. It's like, I, I feel more comfortable in that area than I would with a WWE area. I might feel comfortable in AEW, but then again, I want to start off with my first goal when I first got into business is to be spotted by Impact Wrestling. I, I know that's silly. Everybody say, why don't you shoot for WWE? Because WWE is not for me. I, I can say that right now. I can wrestle 365 days a year or 63, okay? I can do that. I have no problem just doing side things for WWE, but... I'd rather do my ties with Impact, build myself up, like Eric Young and Robbie Roode and all of them. They went in with the Impact, build themselves until they are ready to take that step to WWE. I don't feel like I can. I'm, I won't be worth it. It just they got our truth. Let's put it like let's let me just let me be clear about it. They got our truth. They don't need another dancer. They don't need another comedic. So me going to impact, I can reinvent myself. I can reinvent myself now, but I can reinvent myself twice as much on impact and have a stronger creative team behind me than I would with WWE. Cause I can pitch it out to them. They might like say no and give it to somebody else. And now I'm just sitting there like Dang, 
that could have helped me out a lot. So, that's five years. That's a great point, man. And and that's a great goal too. Like you know what? Uh, and it's something that I've talked to like other wrestlers about, and we've had that we've had a similar discussion around just. WWE is not for everybody. Like, the end goal is not meant to be like, hey, this is where I'm going to sit. So, no, man, props to you for saying that that's where you want to be. So, impact it is, man. I just, I like I say, I feel impact, like, from day one. I like AEW from day one now, too, but I just feel like I'm more an impact guy. Like, I'm not a core guy, but I know if they were to call my phone right now on our interview, I would drive wherever they got to go. I know they're in Las Vegas, but I would – Get a plane. I'll drive to Charlotte. Book a flight. While you're still on the phone, do the con- this interview and fly out. <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame you. So here's my last question for you, man. It's one of my favorite questions to ask, man. What advice would you give to up-and-coming wrestlers? I got three. Copy. You come up with an idea. You come up with a name. On your or drawing, copyright it. Do not go in this business blindsided like I did. Copyright your name or your brand. Cop- make sure that the picture, the image will not be stealing, stolen from you and market yourself really well. Meaning, when you go to training or at a show, have a two type of cameras, one on both sides, a hard camera as could be your phone and a, another camera from a different angle, have it set up. So when you record your matches or anybody else matches, if you want to help, you'll have two angles and you can put it together. So anybody in a bigger lease, look at it. They don't see just one door angle where fans can walk in front of the hard cam. You have another angle where if a fan decides about to walk in front of that camera, you can shoot to a different angle and they'll see how professional you are and they might bring you in for not only for wrestling, maybe production team too. I like that. I mean, utilize what you learn, right? That's a that's a great advice, man. That's I think that's the first time. No, you know what? I know this. It's the first time I've heard that. Like that's great advice. Especially just having two angles for the for for shooting, and then also you're right, man. Like make sure you copyright your gimmick because, you know, you never know who's gonna try to come through and try to steal it from you. I can I can show you this up close. I don't know if the camera can get a good lighting, but I'm gonna try. There's if you can see the hat, you see that symbol, right? Yep. Well, I didn't copyright it in 2015. In 2016, Seth Rollins took advantage of it <laughs> so oh, yeah. uh, it, uh f a or was it f n s r yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i tried to do c but uh because i didn't copyright the extra at the time i couldn't do nothing about it that's crazy so, so, so listen so what are you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, just make sure everybody, you're coming up, even veterans, if you don't do it now, copyright. Make sure you have it down paper so you can protect your brand. Makes sense. So, man, 
that's all the questions like I really have wrapped up for me. So I'm going to ask you a world famous 10 count questions, man. So here's how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you. First thought that comes to your mind. Don't think too hard. Okay. You cannot fail this test. Okay. Impossible. But we're going to put the imaginary timer on the clock. Bing. There it goes. Okay. And here we go. Favorite dance move. <laughs> Spinner Rooney. Hey. Raw or SmackDown? Oh, it's Team SmackDown all day. <laughs> Hawk or Animal? Animal. Hey. Last show you binge watched? The last what? Last show you binge watched? Oh, Shockwave. Okay. What? All right. It's a Friday night, man. What are you doing? Playing League of Legends. I was just about to ask you, best video game. <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> that. All right, man. So next question coming up. Duke or North Carolina? North Carolina. Oh, see, now, now we, we're going to have to have talks. All right, favorite <laughs> type of pizza? Pepperoni. That's what I'm talking about. Favorite anime? <laughs> Sword Art Online. Or okay. Case Closed. I like Sword Art. That's really good. And last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single wrestler that comes on this show. Favorite curse word? Don't have one, really. Oh, no. I, I try. I have kids. I try to avoid doing that. <laughs> I have a daughter, but too. My, okay, but but I, 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 I played a fifth. When I was younger, it was the B-I-C-C-H because I could use it in a sentence and I could spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it, man. I'll take that. I'll take that, man. So, listen, that's the 10-count questions wrapped up. And you've passed. So, sir, do us a favor, man. Let our listeners and our viewers, because we're on YouTube now, let them know where they can find you on social media. Me? Yeah. Well, you can catch me on, well, you can catch me on a three-count podcast. Also, you can find me at RealJJD on all cross-platforms. That even on PS4, Xbox, Switch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Real JJD, you got me. Bad. So that is the Three Count Podcast presents now into the ring, the real JJD. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And, you know, we have all these episodes. Go out, check them, keep listening, keep tuning in to us. Check in for the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. Nah, just tune into here. This is the live show you're going to get. This is Three Count Podcast to the finest. Back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys of girls of all ages, this is Jeremy Showtime Grimes here to let you guys know that you need to check out the best podcast on YouTube or any platform possible. I'm talking about the Three Count Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, all at the Three Count Pod or the Three Count Podcast. You will not only find me, but you'll find the Red Dog, Clifford Miller. You will find the icon, Chaz Evans. And you will find much more great content. You'll see a lot of great people. And if you don't, well, that's just too bad for you. So be there or... Nah, you know what? Be there. Not anywhere else. Because it's time to show up and show up, baby. And it's showtime. There you go, Cliff.